What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs. As you can see, we have a very special guest tonight, Lance Smith. Lance, I want to thank you for coming on. And everyone, if if you're not already following Lance on Twitter, go give him a follow. Uh, got it up on the screen for you there for... I'll be up on the audio version of this podcast a little bit later. For anyone on there, I will have his link in the description. Uh, easy to follow. Go give him a follow. And for everyone who supports the podcast, one way you can do that is by going and checking out our merch. All you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all. We've had some comments before telling us, hey, Y'all going to have to shorten that link up, but <laughs> if you don't put all of it in there, it won't actually take you to all of the merch that we offer. It's also linked in the description for both the audio and uh, YouTube video. And if you're watching on YouTube, if you're in the live chat, back out right quick. That subscribe button, if it's red, click it, turn it gray, hit that bell notification so you never miss when we upload a video or go live. Leave a like on the video, share the video. I mean, let, let's get more people in here. We have Lance Smith on with us who gets the crowd, I mean, absolutely ready to go for the games, Keep tries his best to keep everyone up and loud, even if the Titans are down in the game. And leave some comments on the video. If you check out the audio version later, whether it be on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Make sure you're following, leave a five-star rating, leave some comments and questions there. And you can also check out our social medias on Twitter. It's at Titans underscore time, Instagram, Titans time podcast, and Facebook, Titans time. Lance, how you doing tonight? Good, man. Look at that. Look at you taking care of business. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. Hey, you know, as far as like the hype man job goes, it's like my... My gig's been relatively easy in that whole get them going thing uh, for the past few years because it's like, dude, the Titans are good now. We're good. Yeah. We've been good. <laughs> they are. And, and we're, like, we're expected to be good. That's part of our problem, mm -hmm. you know, the expectations. But we're good. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's been, it's been awesome. This was my seventh season um, that we just finished. Uh, so, so you've been through, uh, as the hot man, you've been through the bad years, now you're in yeah. the really good years. And like yeah. you said, that now there's that expectation, especially among Titans fans, of, okay, this team is going to be good, and that's why it hurts so much more whenever we do lose because yeah, it's like, man, we, we should have had that game. Well, that's, you know, I, yeah. That, I know that, you that, – That's this <laughs> season in a, in, in a nutshell. <laughs> it, it, exactly. And, you know, it – I'm sure as far as that job goes, because you have on game days, you're running around like crazy. Uh, yeah. you're, you're hosting yeah. different little games and, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, not, I, I guess you would call them games, uh, yeah. Or segments, something yeah. on that line. They're, and they're then technically they're commercials, but we call them games. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, well, for, for I'll everyone in the stadium, buy something. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. It's it's uh. There's a lot going on. This past season, uh, actually, the past two seasons have been easier in terms of uh, my job, my quote unquote job, right. because uh, this year, well, last year as well, uh, the 2020 season, because I, I became stationary 
as mm-hmm. we only had, you know, about 12,000 people in the stands in 2020. Right. Full stadium this year, but they still wanted me stationary, which I didn't mind because, like, when I first started, so we have a studio in the stadium that is the mm-hmm. Titans Blitz studio where, where I host the Titans Blitz. It's there in the stadium. Now, it's it's underground, and, like, basically, if you're looking at the stadium, it's well, not underground. It's underneath the stadium, and it's basically mm-hmm. in the south end zone on the uh, west side southwest corner but the the entrance to get on the field as you know where the players come out that's the north west tunnel so i would do segments in the studio and then on the field and then in the studio and then on the field and then did that for five seasons (laughs) i mean just the steps i was getting per game was crazy so that kept me busy this season uh i there was this platform in the in the uh south end zone Mm -hmm. that uh I got to hang out at, and I got to watch the games. And uh, look, yeah, I've I've worked for the team for seven seasons, but I've been a diehard fan since they came to town. You know, as a Tennessee, right. and it's like Titans <laughs> come to town. I I throw my hat and all I got into that ring, <laughs> um, and uh, and I've loved the team ever since. But yeah, getting back to it, dude. From from the first year that they were the Titans, we go to the Super Bowl. So what do we do as a fan base? We set our expectations high, and that's all we know. Uh, and we go through the dark ages, and now we're mm-hmm. back. And uh, and yeah, that 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 is now our problem is that we are good, and we should win. And that's that's a good problem to have. You know, that's what you want. I mean, that's I'm sure that's how Patriots fans feel <laughs> uh, when they go to the games. They expect to win well that's the category we're in now and it's a it's a whole new set of problems that titans twitter just needs to deal with (laughs) (laughs) because you know titans twitter can get very wild even even in wins we are we are (laughs) and yeah it's funny because as titans fans we expect that and then the national media gets us fired up because you know they you know, they want to say, oh, well, like going into last season, Titans are going to be an eight- or nine-win team. The Col- right. It's the Colts division. And, right. you know, doing these YouTube videos and stuff, and I'll admit it, I'm, I'm a little bit petty. We had Colts fans who, when Carson Wentz went there, oh, it, it's a – I'm like – and I'm going back and forth with them. And, yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of – we done a show where we kind of predicted how we thought the AFC South was going to shake out, how many games each team would win. Okay. And my brother was on with me, and he said, Colts, eight or nine wins. Okay. And in the comments, Colts fans were just ripping him a new one. Like, oh, these they guys. Really, yeah, they really <laughs> thought. I, I, I was part of that. I watched all that on, unfold on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The Colts base really thought Carson Wentz was the answer and look Mm -hmm. i mean i know i don't know everything about every nuance (laughs) the game does anybody right it does you don't have to follow deeply to know that carson's good question mark Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i mean like (laughs) he was not their answer like that's all they were missing that you know what it is is they they they're drunk on qb power that's what happens when you go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, and then you get Philip yes. Rivers as a one-year Band-Aid, which wasn't bad. Uh, right. Dude, drunk on QB power. Carson <laughs> Wentz was never – like, and look what's happened. So uh, they're all eating exactly. crow now, Tyler. They're all eating crow 
What did they? What? What, what was their record? Eight, nine? What did they get? Did they? Uh, I believe they only got. Uh, they didn't get ten. Wins. No, they, they didn't get ten because, uh, you know, I was I was watching that last game. I think they had nine, and because you know, like I said, I was yeah. I was a little bit petty because yeah. they were coming at us pretty hard. So I went Be back to that nine. video because. Whenever we were commenting back and forth after that video come out, I told them, end of the season, keep that same energy. Right. You know, let, let's see where things shake out. And so end of the season, they only won nine games. I went back to them. I was like, hey, not looking so crazy now, are we? Like, right. we had this right. Carson Wentz folded under the pressure, couldn't beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Yeah. And... You know, like you said, Carson Wentz is good question mark because you look at his season, yes, he may not have had that many interceptions, but how many should have been interceptions were there where either the defender dropped it or there was a pass interference called? Like, that was their best offense aside from Jonathan Taylor. I watched a lot of Colts football. He killed a lot of drives. It was either by a bad Mm -hmm. throw or by an interception. He, he forces too much. I mean, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's. I think he's a competitor, you know, and I think he's right. an athlete. And he's he's a better athlete than I'll ever be. Even <laughs> with two broken ankles, he's a better athlete than I'll ever be. Right. That's what it's about. It's you know, it's the eye test. It's like we watch this game, and we we're all we're all proper critics. You know, we know what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him do good things. I saw Mariota do good things. You know, but there's there's a right. There's a laundry list of bad things that Carson Wentz does that it's the reason that they ended up right where we all thought they would end up. So Right, I mean, exactly. Deal with it, Colts fans. I mean, well, hey, it, you got you I, got something to look forward to next year. Who knows what it's gonna be? It, it, exactly. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um yeah. I, I do wanna ask you because I never really got to talk I don't know if I seen you tweet out anything about it, but when like Jonathan Taylor was getting all of this MVP talk from the national media and you go back to the season before where Henry had over 2000 yards, everything. And you know, no one was really talking about it. No, it's a joke. I mean, I, I, (laughs) I will say the year before, I mean, there was like, I think the quarterback play was a little stronger. So it was sort of definite. Mm -hmm. I mean, Derek Henry was in the talk. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the, it's funny, everyone in the national media was saying, no one's talking about Derrick Henry for MVP. It's like, well, that you're that that's you talk that you're doing that. That's right. That's what that is. <laughs> um so that was kind of silly because he was talked about. It was it, it it took a minute, but he was talked about. Right. The Jonathan Taylor discussion was I think sort of an echo of that and uh and he was he was having a good season. But like if Derrick was still right. playing we're not talking about Jonathan Taylor and Derek coming exactly. off a two thousand yard season. We're not talking about Jonathan Taylor. So I think it was just sort of like, you know, Derek's off the table. He is leading everyone else in that category as far as running backs go by quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But like, what other running back was the bell cow, true bell cow that was you know really doing it? Right, just a placeholder. Um, and I think. I think it was kind of silly, and anyone that really gave it any credence of Jonathan Taylor actually being an MVP. I mean, look, if Jonathan right. Taylor wins the MVP, like let's say he just he got, let's say he got close to two thousand. Let's say he 
19 and some change. And he wins MVP? Like, I, I, I'd have a hard time with that. I would, <laughs> yep. I, 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 I can't say what I would do because those are threats, but I'd be upset, <laughs> Tyler. I'd be real upset with the NFL. No, I mean, I, it would be insane. I, I think Titans Twitter, if Jonathan Taylor would have ended up winning MVP, Titans Twitter may have caused all of Twitter to get shut down right. with all the fires right. that would be started. Right in the street. I mean, it, it yeah. wouldn't I'm, – I'm not – no violence, y'all. No violence. Right. But whatever – Whatever is just under violence and and in yeah. legal form of rioting, that's us. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I thought that I mean look, Jonathan Taylor is a great, mm -hmm. great, great running. He's the best player they have on their team. Um, he's awesome. He is awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I I as a as a as a man as a person as a player. I'm like that. That's what a great guy. Mm -hmm. I'll take Derrick Henry, you know, eight days a week. So exactly, yeah, yeah and you know, I I want to give Jonathan Taylor his praise because his his patience behind the line as well. You know, seeing just taking his time, watching the hole open up, and I'm surprised that the Colts don't run more of their offense mm -hmm. through him because I know the first game when they came down to Nashville this past year. Yeah, watching that game, I was texting my brother, and I, I think Taylor only had ten carries that game, mm -hmm. and he was gashing us that oh. game. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why? You know, obviously as a Titans fan, I'm happy they went away from it, and we ended yeah. up getting the win. But I'm like, as a football fan, watching that game, I'm like, why are you not yeah. feeding that guy the ball more? Like that could have yeah. completely changed things. Yeah, their play calling was certainly uh, suspect in a lot of areas I saw as far as the Colts go. Um, you know, Jonathan's got uh, amazing capabilities, you know, mm -hmm. and to compare him to Derek, you know, I'll be honest with you. It's like if, if you're giving, you know, who the nod on certain attributes, like I'll take Derek overall just because I think you can sort of defenses have to really respect him more right. than Jonathan Taylor. Like Jonathan Taylor is going to get some looks. Mm -hmm. He's not going to get the team lined up as a wall right. <laughs> like, all the time like he would Derek. So it really forces the defenses to make decisions. So I think you can, as an offense, you can do more with Derek because he's such a force. Uh, right. But, you know, I, I think I think Taylor probably, I'd give him the nod on overall field vision. I think that's where he gashes mm -hmm. teams. Uh, he has field vision that I haven't seen since Le'Veon, since peak Le'Veon Bell uh, mm -hmm. to the Steelers. Remember how Le'Veon had that ridiculous, like, yep. hand the ball off and just sort of walk behind yep. the line and sort of, like, look, and then take off? Like, yep. find that. Taylor has that, but in but in, at high speed. Like, he can be right full speed and keep that vision. Not ever seen that. Hasn't Haven't seen lateral strides like he has mm -hmm. since, God, uh, Tomlinson, Ladanian? Right, Ladanian Tomlinson doing uh doing the shifty, but again full speed. So that like I give him nods on stuff like that. He doesn't have he's got endurance, like he's got mm -hmm. strong endurance, but he doesn't have the Henry endurance. I've never seen a man right in the fourth quarter get better like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After being hit all game, yeah. you know, a running back should be a little wore down, and Derek yeah. is just like, okay, who's 
who's next like yeah. <laughs> I, i'm ready yeah uh, yeah gonna jump into a couple of these comments here right quick have oh, my comments I'm yeah ha, ha, have my wife in the chat she says tighten up uh hey, hey. tighten <laughs> titans oh, rossi so excited for this show what's up lance good to see you what's up guys titans anderson titans rossi uh then mr lacy yeah uh, anonymous <laughs> I wanted to get ah. your thoughts on this. Anonymous yeah. asks, will the Titans get a new stadium, and if so, will it be a dome or outdoor stadium? What are your hopes for <laughs> all this talk? <laughs> funny. I, I know some inside information on some of this stuff, and that even surprised me Like when they came out with it. So right. like, I'm, I'm just as floored as everybody else. <laughs> um, I've, you know, look – Dome's cool. I would love a retractable roof. I know that's. I know a lot of cities have them. I mm-hmm. think that would be cool. Um, or even right. even something like outdoorsy hybrid retractable. In other words, you're mm-hmm. sort of still in the elements, but maybe you're covered. Like that would be fine. I right. need a field house like Indianapolis or anything like that. As far as my right. my preference, uh, Nissan Stadium's interesting. It's you know she's a good old gal. She's got good bones. Um. So it's like you you're not you're not ready to put a stick of dynamite in her, uh, but you know, spend some years right. <laughs> and bring on the new. And especially you want to you want to strike now while the iron's hot. I, right. I've seen plans that they have for down in that area, and it's amazing. And you know, Nashville as it continues mm. to bloom and blossom, I'm so proud of of, of my hometown. Um, you know it, that that side is just completely underdeveloped, and, and it's going to take off. So what's it going to be? I don't know, man. I don't know. I I like the elements mm-hmm. though, and so I'm partial to what we have right. already. Yeah, I know. Uh, after talking with a couple other uh, people about it, I I kind of like the idea of the retractable roof. You know, where you can open it up, and then of course, you know, I was talking to you before the show. You know, I I, I like the elements to an extent. But like the game against Houston, where it was pouring down rain, ended up losing. I I was soaked to the bone, and then had yeah. to drive an hour hour and a half home while yeah. soaked. I was like, okay, you know, this would have been one of those times where a retractable roof <laughs> would have yeah. been nice. Stay stay dry yeah. for at least the game. Were you just some um, sort of like at, you know over the seats, right? Just the hole of his. So, I don't know. Uh, only thing I want is stay away from turf. <laughs> like oh, just keep right. keep real grass. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, so, the grounds crew they they've done a spectacular job over recent years. Uh, I mean, the field looks great all the time, even after like major events. They do a good job. But yeah, I I'm with you. I mean, it's it's right. It's tough when the weather when the weather's bad. You know, if it's rainy or if it's cold, it doesn't rain too often, but right. it happens. Um, for year actually, it didn't many 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 years it never rained it had never rained until like i want to say four years ago uh it was the first like right rain. um oh, wow. i think that's right that's what somebody's telling me but yeah i mean like that's the whole thing i you you compare i hate the comparisons you know and i'm proud of what the preds do um i'm not i don't i'm not a soccer guy mm-hmm. i have no ill will to nashville city soccer <laughs> uh, nashville soccer whatever I'm, I'm just not a soccer guy it's not my thing um right 
but it, it, when you compare like all the events and, and I used to go to sounds baseball games, you know, all the time growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all that Nashville sports stuff, but a Titans game is, is an event like no other, you know, Preds game, right. is a fun event, you know, you're inside, it's, it's 20,000 people or so. I don't know how many seats, but, uh, it's fun, but a but a but a Titans game mm. is an event. Like you've gone to this Coliseum and you've you know it's right. a major major thing. And so I think <laughs> that's why the the sort of elements play a part of that for me. You know, you're all in it together. Right. You know, we we some September games we sweat all over each other. Hello, uh, right. Everyone, the 300s <laughs> baking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That they definitely. Uh... Yeah, you know, I, I know we're down in the lower bowl, and it, it gets hot down there, but I couldn't imagine being up in the 300s with that sun just feeling like it's literally uh, right there on you. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, I've done it. I've done it back uh, yeah. in the, Yeah, before I was working for the team, man, that's where I was sitting. Right. So before we jump into your top 10 <laughs> moments, I, I do want to ask because, you know, like you said, during the games, you are – trying to get everyone hyped up even more just top three games this year that you know say your job was the easiest for getting everybody hyped up oh you know the easiest that prime time prime time we had the two prime time Mm -hmm. games at home you know buffalo obviously which is on my list coming up um (laughs) you know that's Buffalo. Oh, well, actually, uh, uh, we did because was San Francisco. Was that a Thursday night game? It, it, it was. was. It's prime time anyway. Buffalo, San Francisco. Those, those games, and uh, yeah, first half against the Chiefs. Again, coming up in my mm-hmm. list. Um, yeah, just any time right. that, that you're just you're taking it to a powerhouse like that. Um, right. Those those are the sort of easy moments because it's like we're all feeling it. You know, there's no there's no effort there for me. It's just I'm spiking a football, so to speak, with right. <laughs> So, yeah, those are the easy moments. Uh, I I got you. Yeah, I was I was just curious because I know, like, of course, those primetime games when just as a fan coming into the stadium, like you could tell the energy was. Yeah different and just amazing and then the playoff game against the Bengals that was probably for me because like I told you this was our first year season ticket members for me personally that was the loudest I've ever heard Nissan Stadium was that game against the Bengals and you know because whistles being blown yeah it was there. Go ahead. We we wanted it was there. I mean, that's part of like the, the heartbreak is because <laughs> it, I mean, we all knew it, we all felt it. We hadn't had you know, I mean, the year before we had our first home playoff game in forever, but it was, you know, 15,000 I think was the max. I don't even think mm-hmm. it was that much. Um, so this was a right. playoff game and it just it was supposed to be there. All the pieces were there. So you know, and we had everybody had talked about it on Twitter, and it's it's what you do. And if we're in the same place again next year, you go all in because that's what you do. But everyone was like, oh, "I'm too scared." To, you know, should I, I'm scared mm-hmm. to to expect or to hope. And it's like, but that's all you got. You, you don't. We don't get these moments that often, and, right? And you definitely felt it. So I will say that yes, yeah, so of the top three moments of the season stand for me in terms of like uh, 
crowd noise and energy. But you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. The, what trumps all of that is is the Bengals game. And for me personally, because we haven't really had one, and this is pretty mm-hmm. organic. We had a uh, we had the uh, pep rally uh, night before, and mm-hmm. the fan the fan group Two Tone Blue Nation um, they rallied. Right. They, those, those guys party. Uh, they came in and they had a they had a chant going and they were they were doing it at the pep rally and I was listening and I was like and I'd heard it before but I just it hit and then I was like I talked to him and I was like guys let's I'm gonna hit that on stage at this pep rally and we did it and, right uh, then we just decided to go for it at the beginning of the game and you know a lot of the stuff we do um, from inside the stadium from behind the scenes and the things that we you know put up on the jumbotron in the games we play or the songs mm-hmm. we play whatever we're trying to cast a wide net to please a lot of people. You know, you, you're going to play songs right. not every single <laughs> life. You're going to do things and I was like, but we're just, we're trying. There's a lot of people going for it. And right. this was not something, this was not something that was like planned. I just told my boss, I said, I'm going to tee up that, I'm going to tee up that chant and let's see if people just go. Right. Let's not tell them what to do. Uh, and it's, it's Tennessee, tighten up. Tennessee tighten up and we did that at the start of the game and like I was I was so happy and impressed because it was organic and it came right back at us and everybody you know Matt Rogers on PA would did it back and forth with me a couple times and then we just we right. and then he let it go and then I was just sort of doing the the call and answer um and it sounded so good so that's something that I hope and that I want to shut up on I want the crowd to take that and run with it. Tennessee, tighten up. Tennessee, right. tighten up. Because man, that thing goes, and it's it's like a heartbeat. And uh, that that was a fun, right. fun <laughs> moment before that game. I'm reading the I'm reading the, ch- yeah, the chats here. Let's end of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. Primetime games were definitely some of the best to go to. Seemed to be yeah. more electric in the stadium. Uh, oh, Melody, a uh, lot awesome. in the house. What yes, Melody. <laughs> I agree. Uh, we were we only missed one home game, and it's because we were up north visiting uh, with my wife's family, uh, and it it just so happened to be the Thursday night game against the the Forty ers and oh uh, really? I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I'm watching on my phone the game, yeah. and I'm like. Man, I, I love spending this time with family, but that right there looks amazing <laughs> to be a part of. So yeah. my wife uh, had to learn, like, uh, to understand, you know, how important this is to me. <laughs> she knew I was a diehard Titans fan before we met, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it, well, it, it's funny that you mentioned that. Like my wife, I told you she was born up north, and her entire family is Patriots fans. So she grew up a Patriots fan, and I get it, after we met, she she saw my love for the Titans, and you know just really the roller coaster <laughs> ride that being a Titans fan is, and oh. you know she she fell she's in love with the team now too, and yeah. you know she yeah. there's times where she tries to give me a run for my money, <laughs> and <laughs> like fan she's like uh, hey let's come on let's go. Every game, you know, me and her both were without voices at the yes, end. Like she yes. was giving it everything she had. So That's what I'm saying that is so. Uh, I always say, uh, you know, 
it's just it's the the victory is it's worth the risk you know it's worth the risk right. of putting it all out there and you know believing and and, and screaming your head off and, <laughs> and just losing control because it's, it's an escape from you know it is entertainment but it's more than that because you're you're with so many people that that are all giving it their all and then it becomes family and then it's it is it's, it is it's more than entertainment it's way more than entertainment and i'm not a sports person i don't watch any other sport mm. uh i really don't i because i'm too busy and I, I do too many other endeavors and i'm not I just, right. i'm not a sports guy i used to be more into other sports right. i pile all my sports energy into pro football i was because i was a pro football fan uh before the titans came to town and so obviously when we get a team they're my team and uh and that's that's all i'm into right and so and so it is it's just all or nothing with this team for me man and i get it and i I have I've had people come up to me in tears after a game, and then I'm crying with them, win or loss, man. I don't know. It's just <laughs> I love. Oh, oh, I lost my flag. I gotta put my flag up. No. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so even much. your flag got excited and and knows that it's time for its ups and downs with the Titans. <laughs> I have seven different flags all in here that I up depending on my mood often it's uh often it's the steve and uh steve and eddie flag right yeah i, I have that one uh as well i gotta find room in the podcast room here to uh get it put up oh and man all Lance, my we'll all my head because my, my <laughs> wife is like you're where are you putting that where are you putting that in the office, in the office. yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> i i have I have one wall right now behind me that is has pretty much filled up, and I still have more stuff. I have some uh, some paintings, Titans paintings that need to be put up. I have my what used to be the backdrop, my signed Keith Bullock jersey. Um, I, I've got it over to the side here, yeah. need to find wall space for it. Uh, bobbleheads on the table that <laughs> I, I got to get something for. So. I, I understand. I and I keep telling my wife I'll see some Titan stuff. I'm like, man, I want to get that. She's like, we we don't need that right now. I was like, mm, I, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta get more stuff. I'm uh, comments now. Well, Lance, we can go ahead and uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can start getting into your top ten here. All right, tell me when. I don't know if you're good to go. Let's go ahead and start with number 10. Okay. See it now. So here's the deal. Like this, I came up with this list just off the top of my head, things that really <laughs> stood out to me. Um, and, and honestly, if I, if I went back over the season uh, and, and watched it all again, this list would probably be completely different. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I can't say that, Hands down, these are the ones. Right. The, the, this is what really sticks out for me. And I don't know if this is the proper order, but I'll go 10 to 1. So we'll start with number 10. This might seem really weird uh, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, in a year that coming off of Derrick Henry's 2,000-yard season, all of our expectations were that he was going to do it again because he's getting an extra mm -hmm. game. Uh, we've we've added Julio Jones, so there's going to be right. an added air threat. We thought, oh my god, oh my god, mm -hmm. and all those things would have happened if if not for injuries. 
<laughs> but what happened happened, and Derek, of course, we lose him for for the rest of the regular season. But y'all, Adrian Peterson was mm. a titan. Adrian, I got to see Adrian Peterson <laughs> score a touchdown right. in a Titans uniform, and in a in a franchise that has had marquee players. I mean, going back to Oilers franchise, okay, Mr. <laughs> Campbell, okay, but Eddie, CJ, Henry, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we are a running back mm-hmm. machine. John Robinson went out and got us Adrian Peterson. Yep. Didn't, didn't work out. Didn't, wasn't what we needed. We found what we needed, which we'll get to. Right. But Adrian Peterson, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. was a Tennessee Titan for a minute. Uh, not as long as Randy Moss. Randy Moss wore the uniform longer, but Adrian Peterson right. was a Titan. And so that that was kind of a moment for me, not just because it was, oh, my God, it's Adrian Peterson. But to me, it's also that thing of, like, John Robinson is is a gamer. Like, I, I greatly appreciate what John brought to this team, what he does for us, his switch mm-hmm. and his misses, because he's trying. He's going for it. You know, Vic Beasley right. went for it. That's Vic's fault. That's his problem, not John's. Uh, uh, Clowney. Mm-hmm. Hey, we clamored for right. Clowney, and he got him, and we celebrated. <laughs> Never mind what happened with him. He went for it. Yeah, he went for AP, and that. So it's like AP. It's not just that. It's like it was about AP. Mm-hmm. It's what he represented in that moment. So that was a big moment for me. That's my number ten. Uh, nine. Damn right, Foreman and Hilliard. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Derrick Henry going. That's right, and. <laughs> And uh, Dante Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard, especially Foreman, though, right, um, brought it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brought it. And, and, you know, so, again, this isn't like a play. This is sort of an, a one thing about our team that I was so impressed with, so impressed with. And I don't know what's going to happen for the future. I love me some Foreman in the backfield. I got to tell you that. Right. Dude can hit the hole. Yeah. Actually, he doesn't really hit the hole. He just hits men. He really likes taking on Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I and I thought Hilliard was a really solid pickup as well. S- speedy, quick. Um, so again, J. Rob going after it, getting it done, and the mm-hmm. team. You, you know, is somehow again. This is all part of Foreman and Hilliard are a part of why Brabel got Coach of the Year because those running numbers, right. uh, rushing numbers, didn't change really. Uh, exactly. The flow, of the, offense, the flow of the offense changed, but the the numbers didn't. A little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so and, and listen, feel free to tell me if I'm crazy on any of these. Uh, let's no, see. I, uh, so far, uh, so far they sound great. And you know, I know you said you just come up with these kind of off the top of your head, and if you went back and watched the season, but you know, that's what I've told so far everyone that I've had on. I'm so interested to see other fans you know what they consider some top moments whether it be you know going back watching the season final or just off the top of their head because everyone's is going to be different you know you'll have some like i'm sure we'll get into kansas city buffalo some of those will be on everybody's list but there were so many moments and plays this year that stand out and even things like what you mentioned even if it's not a play that happened, yeah. like Adrian Peterson being a Tennessee Titan, him scoring yeah. a touchdown, yeah. then the spark a- after they got their feet under on that Hilliard and Foreman 
were able to provide and seeing Foreman, you know, like you said, he's looking for the next guy to hit and Titans fans everywhere are like, okay, we need to bring Foreman back and have him and Derrick Henry paired together all of next season because, and we've said, I've said this several times, teams look at Henry and how big he is, strong he is, man, we have to hit this guy for four quarters. So when he goes off the field, they're like, okay, we got a little breather here. Smaller running back's going to be coming in more than likely. And no, now Foreman comes in and it's like, okay, got to buckle the chin strap up tighter again and get ready to have to really hit somebody. I mean, Foreman is a kind of back that, like Derek, you know, you do have to feed him so he can sort of find his rhythm and get that. But mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, he could be a really incredible third down back. Not that he's catching a lot of stuff out of the backfield, but because I mean, he hits right. the line of scrimmage faster than Derek does. I mean, he, he, he like, goes mm-hmm. for it. You know, I think that's just Derek's style. He's, he right. looks for that first cut because, you know, I mean, if he gets it, he's gone. I mean, think about how many runs Foreman had that got stopped just just you know whatever at the last th- that yeah. <laughs> you, you thought to yourself Derek would have taken it Derek would have taken yeah, it exactly <laughs> um, and it, it, but because that's just where Derek was you know like you get Derek beyond the line of scrimmage it's over but uh but right. Foreman I think hits the line of scrimmage quicker faster harder whatever combination um and so yeah that right. could be the combo that could be an amazing combo if they can do it right um I don't know right. how we keep forming. That's the 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 math and the the contracts and that stuff. That's uh, that's. I try to pay attention and I listen and nod. <laughs> but, you know, I've never seen two commas on my paycheck, so I just let those grown men deal with it. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's like we had smash and dash. You know, I think I think Henry and and Foreman would just be smash and smash your damn face. I don't know who's what. Yeah. In that, in that labeling, because <laughs> uh, that would just be painful. To be a defensive back, yes. Take that on. Um, all right, moving on. So what are we at? Uh, ten, nine, eight. Um, just the entire game. Uh, Titans, uh, San Francisco. The Niners coming to town. Uh, mm-hmm. It was at a moment in the season where you know I thought the Titans. We mentioned this earlier in the in the show. Titans get a lot of national disrespect. We put a lot of that on mm-hmm. ourselves when we lose to the Jets and we lose to Houston and we get demolished by. The Patriots, you know, when they're not, mm. it's like, damn it. <laughs> we lose the games <laughs> we're supposed to win. We don't get talked about enough, though, when we win the games we're supposed to lose. And that's my Rap. problem with the national media, and that's probably everybody else's problem as well. Uh, the Niners were hot, baby. They were hot. Mm-hmm. And that was everybody's team. And um, coming to Nashville, Taking on a decent Titans team was everybody's, you know, yep. it was like, <laughs> Niners are hot. And we showed up. We showed up. And uh, back and forth, you know, it wasn't one of those, like, Kansas City Chiefs games, you know, the earlier, which I'll talk about. Right. It was a battle. But that second half, we turned around and punched them in the mouth. And um, Yep. That, yeah, just under the lights as a game as a whole. Again, prime time. You know, we'd had a few of those this, this season. And, like, that was a huge moment for me. Um, Debo Samuel, what? Somehow find a way to stop him. God, yeah. That dude. dude the, so it, 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 it's crazy how, how many different ways they're able to get him the ball. And 
he never really he never fails to make the most of it like he can hurt your team in so many ways I, so I, yeah there's such a just dangerous yeah player i mean he you know i i, I see so many similarities between like debo and aj brown i wish we just used mm -hmm. aj maybe a little bit more like debo i don't know i mean it's like that's that's our right. quarterback stuff you know i don't want to get i also don't want to get aj hurt <laughs> There's, I've seen a lot of stuff they get right. they put Debo in a position for, and granted, it's out of desperation, uh, but that like you know a smarter mm. team wouldn't do that with such a star player that you require so much of. Uh, but right. they can handle it. I just want to see the ball in AJ's hand more. That's all. Right. Uh, all right. Well, Next and up. like, oh. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was going to say, uh, next up. Okay, so here's a, here's a single play. I guess it's the first single play on my list. Early in the season, road game. Mm -hmm. I was there. I watched this one with my own eyeballs. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Byard, scoop and score against the Jags. Yep. Big hit early in the game. I mean, early in the game. Mm -hmm. Was it the first play? I can't, I can't remember. I said I was there. It, I, I tailgated. Before it was... <laughs> I, I believe it was the Jaguars' first play of the game. Um, it was because it? they uh, they they threw it to Eifert, I believe, and Molden come over laid yeah laid a textbook yes. hit, and ball popped out. Byard picked it up and yeah. took it to the house. The reason that stands out so much for me is because it set the tone, said a lot about our mm -hmm. defense, said a lot about Kevin Byard because Kevin had high expectations coming this year. He's a ball hawk. Right, he's gonna get there. Molden making an impact early, young player, new to the team. Like all that stuff was on display. And it was one of those moments you just knew, like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're going to mm -hmm. be bullies. All right. Oh, yeah. It's bully. <laughs> bully. So that, that play was such a defining moment for me. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Jim, you were there. Uh, <laughs> Next up, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Number six on my list of my top 10 moments. Um, speaking of bullying, dude, at Indianapolis, this is our second meeting against the Colts. They're supposed to take mm -hmm. care of business. Colts were talking mad trash because they were, they were getting hot and yep. we knocked the snot out of them. And the play for me, because it wasn't just about this guy doing it. He was an opportunistic player being in the right place and taking, taking care of business. Uh, but our defense mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, up against their goal line, Carson Wentz winced, and yep. Molden gets the pick six. But it was because of that swarming defense, he didn't know which way was up. It was just yes. trying to get rid of the ball to save his life, and that was a big moment of like, yeah, we got your number. Yeah, so Molden yep. picked six. <laughs> exactly. Was, but, was it for me? And, and I like that because we've had, you know. A couple of people I've had on to do this, they've picked either individual plays from that game or uh, had the power hour on, and he mentioned just the Indianapolis games combined. That one up in Indy going down fourteen nothing oh, yeah. early, and it's like, uh, it's like okay, we we got to regroup here. Something's yeah. got to happen, and then just getting towards the end of that game and our defense getting after Wentz, like you said. Carson Wentz winced and just yeah. threw it up. Molden took advantage. Then you had Byard in overtime, just knew that 
Wentz was trying to feed Pittman, and that yeah. was his go-to. And he yeah. he broke on the ball, picked it off, and just great game, great plays. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's just there's so many. If if you just went off of plays for this year, yeah, you could probably have a top twenty-five or thirty easily. Oh yeah, yeah. There were there were numerous plays were, that were just. I mean, I I did. I when I was coming up with this list, I was thinking of other just plays that were awesome but you know i'm trying to think of moments that because it's like because it was an awesome play or moment but it also like sort of carried mm -hmm. more meaning because there was that I, mean, right. I didn't have i don't have it on my list but julio jones damn coming up off the helmet running back you know yeah catching it, it was a it, like that was a it counted and it was a huge play yeah um like, that didn't make my list, but it was it was incredible. Should have been on the list maybe because it right. was also sort of defining of Julio Jones being on the team, doing what he does. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there were there were a ton of individual um, plays like that. The interception in the in the playoff game that we didn't win, you know, damn near off right. the ground. Like, just yeah, effort was there, and and which just tells you, you know, and you you you've got the right coaching staff. That as a fan base, don't 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 give up, don't 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 let up, don't give in, don't let up. We're right. gonna get there. Our coaching staff has this team locked down, and and this is who we are. This is our identity. Thirty-one other teams right. cry at the end of the season, and that's yeah. just how it is. This is the nature of the beast. But would you rather be one of the ones that's like in the mix constantly, you know, or just? hope for one right. moment you know so that's that's where we're at now uh right yeah that's a good way to look at it and since we're at the halfway point i oh, i do yeah. want to jump into a segment of the show right quick uh have our best bets segment presented by DraftKings, and you know DraftKings. i know football's over i know you said that you're not yeah. really a sports fan anymore it, it, it's all on football but for really any sports fans, if you like doing a little bit of betting and, you know, NBA still going on, well, DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, <laughs> is too good to pass up. And, you know, they have an offer that's too good to pass up on. I'm talking like a Ja Morant between the legs, 360 windmill, because we know the guy has the hops for it and will probably do it over a seven-footer, you know, at least attempt it. Uh, new customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if that team wins. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can pay. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Simple. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 years or order. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. 
in Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8467-369 or text 467-369. And last week's show, for everyone who listens to our Best Bets segment, you know, I, I tell them, this is not betting advice, but I had Titans and Truth on with me. We were talking about the Grizzlies. They were getting ready to play the Bulls. And at the time, they had the Grizzlies money line at plus 100. So bet a dollar, double your money. And I said, hey, I I think the the Grizzlies can go up to Chicago, led by Ja Morant, and get that win. And they went up there and got the win. So, so far in the offseason, I'm (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) Did they go um, Wouldn't that the bet? I think, I, I think oh, the Grizzlies. Oh, I, I think the Grizzlies. Oh, was plus one hundred was the uh, was the line. Oh, I thought you said the money line. Okay. Yeah, bad. plus one hundred was the uh, money line there. Or yeah, so you know, double double your money there. And John Morant, you know, just to hit on him right quick, dude has been going crazy. I mean, t- Tennessee yeah. sports are very lucky right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like the Preds are good, the <laughs> soccer's good, you know. Obviously, the Titans and yeah, the the Grizz, man. Um, yeah, Jaw is a human highlight reel. Um, I hate seeing. I did see some stuff on. I saw some stuff on Twitter today. You know, again, I say I don't. I I'll I'll watch a game. I just don't follow the sport. Right. You know, like I follow NFL. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, but but I do, I I really like uh, the NBA playoffs. I, the, the season's long. There's a lot of damn right. games, uh, so I, I don't, I, I can't follow. But the playoffs get interesting. You just you know catch up on the storylines, um, right? But Ja Morant is so electrifying, so fun to watch. But I saw mm-hmm. something on Twitter today, something about can't wait to get him out of there so he plays for a major market team so eyeballs get on him which i i understand what they're saying it's yeah like it's too bad that more people aren't noticing you know because people in, in on the west coast are not watching memphis games or people in in new york right. are not watching memphis games unless the grizzlies come to town uh and mm-hmm. that's just the nature of the beast in terms of large market small market whatever but uh, that's what you love about sport and that's why a lot of people like college football or college sports because of that mm-hmm. passion for the school and what team and you know you you want to see more of that in the pros you don't unfortunately you know you see a lot of like powerhouses just trying to get together it's all about the money but uh but for right. the time being man memphis tennessee soak it up ja is home and he's in town <laughs> and he loves the team and seems to love the city so right. he stays for a while and, and you so know the grizzlies they had yeah, that, that's awesome, Jim. And the Grizzlies have that young core. I mean, I think they yeah. have – I saw where they have the second youngest team in the yeah. NBA. And, yeah. you know, John ja Morant is leading this team to where they're just one or two wins out of the number two seed in the West. Yeah. Like – and, you know, the game last night, I, I have Hulu live and uh-huh. – I, I'm gonna have to, you know, get in touch with someone there because you would think living in Tennessee, Hulu has live sports. Right. You'd think you'd get some Grizzlies games, especially oh. when they're playing at home. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. not on there. You know, job posters a seven footer followed up right. by hitting like a half court three. 
oh, insane he, uh, buzzer okay. beater. Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> like, I, think he, I think he went over 50, did fi- he? 52. 52, right, yeah. So he goes nuts. So, yeah, right. But no, no, no. You're, you're better off cover catching an Atlanta Hawks game in your market than you are. You yeah. would think you would. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's yeah. funny. Ja's skill set, just to watch him, you know, and his, his abilities, because he's not, he's not that big. You know, he's like, he's not, right. he's not, he's not built. He's, he's very, very, very sort of slight, very sort of slim guy. Tall still. Mm-hmm. But just what he right. can do with what he's got. You know, he's like a little bit of peak Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, when he was, mm-hmm. um, you know, at, at sort of his, because he, he right. has, to me, such ability to, uh, to improv uh, in a way uh, before he turned into what right. he's become now. Um, again, I'm not <laughs> following it all the way, but I did understand, you know, how, how, how good he was. I always loved uh, watching, uh, again, going back some years, uh, Rajon Rondo at his peak in his abilities, mm-hmm. what he could do with his body and his ball controls. Like, I see that a lot in, in Ja. Ja just has that sort of, like, um, you know, perfect composite athletic thing. Right. Or speed court vision ball handling mm-hmm. it's, it's all there uh and then his ability to unlock it at explosive moments is what's crazy just knowing like he it, you, you watch him make these plays and it's like you once it's over with and everyone's losing their mind and you watch the replay you realize like he was mentally just a step ahead of everybody through that right execution. <laughs> like he knew the spin was coming exactly when he was at midcourt he knew the spin yeah. was coming and, <laughs> and it's just wild. It's like a magician. It, it, it is. It's it, it's insane. I'm, you know, I I told you about being, you know, getting to go up to all these Titans games and everything. I, I've been to one Grizzlies game uh, in my life, and you know, I, I may have to find a way to get back over to Memphis yep. and see. I, I want to see Ja play in person. Like he's he's one of those guys where. Yeah. It's like, okay, like even this year getting back to like the Titans, you know, seeing the Chiefs and the Bills on the schedule for a home game, I'm like, okay, getting us go and see, you know, like Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, some of these guys come to town and actually watch them play in person. Like oh, yeah. it, there's that's something that, you know, you like being able to see. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's why the prices go up, man. I mean, Patriots come to town. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to see Tom Brady as a Patriot one more time. Those prices went up, and we got to yep. everyone got to see Tom Brady lose. Ha ha. No, when when the Patriots, uh, you said that, which made me think of that instantly because it is cool. I mean, so I this past two seasons I haven't been on the field. They because of COVID they mm. limit greatly who has access to the field and how long they're down there. Because right. COVID, man, I was like I was behind the bleachers or behind the uh, not bleachers behind the bleachers. <laughs> high school football uh i was behind the uh, the bench for the titans all the time you know and make eye contact with one of the players you know they say hey it's very cool um right and, uh, and when the patriots came to town uh and we whipped up on them something fierce uh, it was cool because i was on at, the, at one moment i was on the visiting sideline when tom came off the field mm. just pissed uh, because the Titans were <laughs> and, and it was fun because it was like, wow, that's Tom Brady. And he's mad because of what the Titans are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's really tall. I'm 5'10". It's like everybody's right. <laughs> uh, But yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, that <laughs> I, I'm sure that moment would have been a uh, a good one. And yeah, you don't realize how like obviously you hear how tall some players are or see, you know, their their height and all that. Yeah. But when you're actually like right next to them, that's yeah. when it clicks a little bit more. It's like, okay, uh, yeah. di- didn't really you know envision this in my head <laughs> just yeah. right. Yeah, it's funny because I do. So I, I'll do. I've interviewed a lot of the players. I haven't talked to a lot of our Titans players. A lot of people think I talk to everybody, but I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talk to a few of them every now and then, especially post game interviews when we win. Um, right, like Jeffrey Simmons. He's big, but like his his he's mm-hmm. proportioned in such a way that like you don't you don't realize like how big he is until like unless he's hugging you. Not that he's really hugged me, but you know we shared a mic. Right, um, <laughs> but he's 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 not. He's not like a monster, uh, and that's probably a good thing because it allows him. Right. You know, he's still got to be nimble, uh, but he's he's a big dude. Right. right, he's big. He's big. But you know, he's <laughs> mountainous big. Saffold, Roger Saffold, Mm-mm. is a building with a face mask. I mean, he's <laughs> enormous, and and he's and it's not you know not it's not Vince Wilfork big. You know, he's not it, it, right. Vic, you know, he's not Tony Saragusa big. Um, he's, he's right. shoulders and his back, you could land a plane on and he's just massive. Right. Jarrell Casey was not really that tall. Uh, now he had some girth to mm-hmm. him, especially before he went vegan, but Jarrell Casey was never really that right. big, um, just power, big, big butt and thighs, you know, break through the line. Um, but right. Roger Saffold is a big, big man. Just speaking in terms of large humans who play this game in real life. Right. Roger Saffold is a large human being. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, when you're up in the stands, they, you know, you're looking down and it's like, okay, yeah. like, yeah, I, I know he's supposed to be big, but, you know, it completely, even watching, you know, like you said, Roger Saffold, just seeing how big he is, yeah. I don't, I think where it really clicked for me is when he went on Busting with the Boys with Taylor and Will. Seeing him sit on that couch because you know, you know, you know Taylor's six 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 seven and yeah. three hundred plus three hundred pounds, and you see yeah. Saffold sitting there, and you're like, "Good grief!" Like this he's dude, monster. like you said, he's just he's massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, and it, it, but so. like his his back is the biggest back I've ever seen on a human being. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Uh, like, I feel like I could play running back if they were just if we we're going to run left. If they just put me in like a right. knapsack and tuck me behind Roger Saffold, he could just right. take me distance. No one would see me. Uh, like, just the guy with the ball. Right. And just, just completely disappear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's great. Well, Lance, I let's get into this top let, five because I'm interested to see what, what you have. Let's do it. Let's do it. Number five. Number five. Uh, not even a whole game, just the half. The Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs come to town. Yes. Again, it's another one of those moments. Uh, you know, the Chiefs are going to take care of business. Whatever that mm-hmm. – I forget the guy's name who talks a lot of garbage and loves the Chiefs and hates the Titans. Uh, uh, Nick Wright, Wright, I Nick think. Wright, yes, Nick Wright. Uh, I finally learned his name this year. He was always very annoying and funny at the same time. Yeah. I'm like, All right, I'm learn your name because I, I, I talk about you a lot. I don't watch his show, but I just right. see his I see his stuff every now and then. It's, he's so, like, arrogant with his uh, – Right. 
You don't understand anything about football, and I'm going to educate you now. The Chiefs are the greatest <laughs> team ever, and the Titans shouldn't be playing football. That's anyway. That that's what I see in him, and, uh, and yeah. so, so he he gave a lot of that garbage before this game, and then we just it was like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, crazy beat down in the first half and i know we didn't do much in the second half but it was it was just one of those like situational right. things so it was great because it was against one of those teams we were also it wasn't a nationally televised game but because of the way the sort of game breakdown went and bye weeks whatever a lot of the country mm. saw that game so it was a huge moment for us right. it was like yeah because we had beat them you know on that field the year prior it was it was important or two years prior whatever it was important right um and that ownership was was huge. Were you at that game? Yeah, I, I was. I think that is actually the game where uh, my wife and I first actually met up with you uh, at oh, the right. concession stand. You had got a water, and uh, you know we got a picture before the game because I remember asking you. Uh, I, I think either for a score prediction or how you thought the game was going to go, and I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, what you said uh, I, I think you said it i i'm wanting to say you thought it was going to be close but of course titan's coming out on top yeah. and then i i remember sitting there through that first half and i'm like well you know he, he's right about the titans on top here yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know the, the chiefs just they, they didn't get off the bus <laughs> no no our defense was too much for them uh you know i i think they mm-hmm. it was one of those things i thought you know they're just gonna walk all over us um and, you know, it was still right. sort of early enough in the season that we had not yet. Like, our defense, come, still coming off the year prior, one of the worst in the league in terms of, like, yardage. Right. And, uh, I mean, kept us in games where we needed it last year. But, um, but yeah, no, they, it, was, it was wild. I loved that first half, especially. Uh, number four, uh, mm-hmm. week three, Colts, Landry was a nightmare. Land, it was sort of Landry's coming yes. out party for the season, I think. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever going to watch this from within the Titans organization that, that signed paychecks, but pay that man. Give him his money. Uh, <laughs> Harold Landry. I mean, it's, 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 the four, it's the front four. They complement each other, but keep them all. Keep them all ha- there and happy, and, but just pay Harold. Mm-hmm. Because that, that game, week three, I think it was like 10 or 11, 12 pressures. Um, right, you know, sacks included, but just the just the just sheer like domination on the line. Uh, yeah, that was that was a big moment. Again, it was like, oh, there he is, because we didn't get it the year prior. No. You know, we didn't get it the year prior. exactly. Well, and and that plays into you know those four guys complementing each other so well, and you know, like I, I'm with you, pay the man because you know the year before that we weren't really able to get after the quarterback. And now we have a year where we we got after so many quarterbacks so much that I, I saw where someone tweeted out that, you know, maybe in like 15 games last year, the Titans had a total of 15 sacks or something like that. And then in like the last three games alone, the Titans had like 17 Sacks. Yeah, no, we, we, we and became, like we it, it's crazy. Like better, we became dominant. Yeah, and it was, it was a complete right. reversal from the year before. I mean, the year before, and even 
years prior to that, like our defenses had their bright spots. Like you, you can't mm-hmm. do this against us, but you can do that. And our secondary was hurting for a long time. Like, yeah, Kevin's back there, but he didn't have any help in the corners and right. you know, or just, there was always sort of something. Um, I remember coach Kerry Coombs. He did a really good job though. Mm-hmm. You know, his season uh, putting us right where we need to be. Anyway, I digress. As I often do. Um, <laughs> that, you know, that defense was, was so good last year that see before with your defense you're just like you're just praying please get off the field please get off the please mm-hmm. please don't please stay within like third and eight because if we're in third and twenty six right. it's an automatic first down like that <laughs> exactly like I didn't want to see third and long if it was third and long it's like just Mm-mm. give them the first down already let's just reset this because like this is- yeah <laughs> but but it, it, this season it got to where when our offense was kind of struggling. You were like, all right, mm-hmm. just punt. Just let's just punt on second down because right. I want to see our defense. Like that. Yeah. Like, what? You're a Titans. You're telling yeah. a Titans fan that you, you let's just see the defense because they're fun to watch. Right. Yeah. That's how good we got, and that's that's how mm-hmm. dominant that front four is. So yeah, give me the field position game. I love the the sport of football so much. It's so, you know, it's it's like chess in so many ways and. Uh, a, a good field position right. game, like a, a nine-three game, can be awesome if it's about mm-hmm. that that chess stuff and that what's happening, the interest, right. the, the the defense and the way they play each other. Our defense is that again, so they're exciting. Um, so the Landry right. Colts week three was very much about you know not just him, but it's like because he's going off, that means that front four is doing it. And like what happened the rest right. of the season? Oh, Autry. Dupree, Simmons, all of them. So it was like mm-hmm. that game was sort of the the first sort of domino for then all of that. Right. Um, number three, top three here. Number three on the list. Um, again, not a game, not a game. Well, there was a moment in that game that I loved. Uh, there were <laughs> lots of moments, but uh, Titans at L.A. The would be future Super Bowl champs, which makes us de facto mm-hmm. better than them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, it's, uh, first game without Derek. Mm-hmm. Prime time, West Coast. Everyone's picking against us. No business being in the game, and we yep. dominated, dominated. So, uh, and KB's pick six in that game was the yep. cherry on top. Uh, just the way he played it, and just the way we. I mean that we. Stafford through a wince. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, it was it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. So you know, that primetime stuff, I just I yeah, it's it's fun to do that in front of the nation. And uh, you know, right. no one's talking about it but us, because LA won the <laughs> whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a, that, that, game. that game, like you said, first one without Henry and you know, it was just really the the game where we saw that the defense could really do everything we needed them to do because yeah. our offense was struggling over the next couple of games. They they were trying yeah. to find their identity without Derek, and yeah. we need we needed the defense to step up. Like you said, we made Stafford have a Wentz moment and just. <laughs> Went went into that game, and you know I know everyone was picking against us. I was telling my brother, I was like, 
look, this is exactly the type of game that Vrabel gets his guys rallied for, and they end up winning because backs are against the wall. They shouldn't win it. I was like, they're going to win. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, that is kind of our M.O., and I, I mean, that's the thing for a lot of teams. I mean, we're those impossible games with nothing to lose mm-hmm. either, you know, with sort of a nothing's on the right. line. Just get out there and have some fun. And I can't <laughs> say that that's what happened in the, the Bengals game, that we, we were too hyped. I don't think we were. I think, the, I think, if anything, the Bengals played us like we played the Rams, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're the away team, you're on enemy territory, you're the underdog. Um, you know that the that that's how the Bengals played us. But yeah, in that situation with the Bengals, right. that's how we played them. So yeah, sorry, God, I don't know why I went to such a sad thought. I went to the Baker thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We'll we'll get back on track here with your top right. two. Let's do it. Top two, number two. I uh, won't spend long on this one because it's pretty self-explanatory. It is a single play. Again, primetime game. Uh, but Bill's mm-hmm. Mafia thinking they're going to take care of business this year. He's our guy. Uh, slipped my butt, by the way. Okay, yeah, you slipped after Jeffrey Simmons <laughs> tackled half your O-line. But go ahead. Slipped. That's not the point. Yep. That's not the play. It was Derrick Henry's long run uh, that had 11 holding calls, as Bill's Mafia will say. Whatever. Yeah. Keep crying. <laughs> the man ran up the middle, ran through your team, and uh, put our mm-hmm. team on his back. Derrick Henry's run was the statement uh, because the year before was when he threw Josh Norman into the bleachers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it was just like that. Yeah, we got you. I mean, it, it came down to the right. wire. It did come down to Jeffrey Simmons making a huge tackle or huge stop. Uh, but it was the Derrick right. Henry run that got me, got me going. Uh, <laughs> and shall we shall we go on to number one? Yeah, we can go ahead and hit number one. Number one, and you know what? This isn't like this doesn't have the sort of grandiose sort of measurement that all these other moments had. This is just a single <laughs> play, and uh, and we didn't get we didn't get what we deserved. He didn't get what he deserved. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry in Seattle, just a single mm-hmm. play, but we were getting worked and we had to turn it around. Uh, and we did, but part of that turnaround happened when Derrick Henry bounced Quandre Diggs' face off the turf as he <laughs> took it to the house. And that play, the reason yes. that's number one on my list out of all these, this is sort of just, a, it's kind of a random sort of standard run-of-the-mill Derrick Henry take it to the house touchdown, but <laughs> that is what we expected and wanted all season and deserved it. And I want it next year, but right. that's what Derrick Henry does. That is the lifeblood of this team is when stuff like that happens. And I want to see Derrick Henry bounce mm-hmm. more faces off the turf next year. Uh, but that, for me, that play, like, like is symbolic of, of who we are, what we do with our guy. And when he – because they said you're, he's not going to do this to us. And Quandre had the angle. Mm-hmm. Had the angle. And Derrick – Yep. him on the speed and laid him down on the ground and to make matters <laughs> worse the, the 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 network affiliate i forget what was that was that on fox i can't remember no it would have been cbs <laughs> anyway had him had him on the sidelines yeah i think cbs helmet down and was pissed off because he just got made the fool <laughs> and it's just like that's, yep <laughs> that's symbolic of who we are that's emblematic of our team that's 
Mm-hmm. I want more of that. So that and that's that's what we should have had for the rest of the season. We got robbed of that. Right. <laughs> got robbed of that. It, it, exactly. And you know the the part that's so great for me about that play is you know Diggs it, the way he came after Henry was okay if I come right beside him he knew that Henry was going to hit that stiff arm. So he's yeah. like I will get behind Henry and I'll just, I'll dive and try and take out his legs, you know, wrap him up. And, you know, Henry, you know, thinking, okay, he's not going to be able to stiff arm me if I do this. And Henry's like, all right, yeah, I I got your damn number here. (laughs) Eat some dirt. Well, Henry's arm, his right arm is as long as Quandra is tall. Yeah. (laughs) He, He just reached behind him, shoved him down into the dirt and, I was like that, that. That was the, you know, you talked about the cherry on top with Byers pick six in L.A. That was the cherry on top for, yeah. you know, that run. Just like you said, putting Diggs' face in the dirt and yeah. just that that capped it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It was just single play of like there was there was there were bigger plays, there were bigger moments. I know. But you know, we we were supposed to get more Derrick Henry stiff arms throughout the season. We got robbed of that one. We got that one, and, right? Uh, and, it, and you know, it it came, you know, and they said that that he was not going to do that to them, and he did it. And that's what I love mm-hmm. about our team is when they say we, we can't or we won't, and we do. Unfortunately, exactly. They said that, they said that we, we we wouldn't beat the Bengals, and we didn't. Um, no, <laughs> that, that, the thing about it is though, it's like we to me, we only had. There's only one team that beat the Titans at all last season. I said this before, and that is the Cardinals. The Cardinals beat the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. The Cardinals beat the Breaks. Yes. The Tennessee Titans in week one of last year, of this last season. But they flat out beat us. They beat us at all phases. They mm-hmm. just they were ready. And and right. we got ready, but all the other losses we had, including the Bengals loss, we it was either, you know, a combination of shooting ourselves in the foot or just bad luck. Right. Um but it, it, exactly. We we are the team going forward, and uh, I would be I would be shocked shocked if we didn't win the Super Bowl very soon. I uh, I know that's what all Titans fans are hoping for. I I'm ready to see that. I'm ready for next season to be here because I'm missing Titans football <laughs> right now. <laughs> like you know, yeah yeah, I, I'm trying to watch some basketball and everything, but it's nothing compared to watching the Titans play. Win, lose, or draw, whatever. I I want to be watching them out on the field, seeing Henry throw the stiff arms around, seeing AJ Brown do his thing, and just yes, sir. Hit the yards after the catch, just get that man the ball. Jeffrey yeah. Simmons terrorizing quarterbacks. Harold Landry doing it like it. Just I, I'm ready for next season to be here. And yeah, the piece you know, Lance, there, I man. have to say again, thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> yeah, it was, this is fun. Dude, we're talking what are we doing? We're talking Titans football. It's like what we Exactly. It's great. <laughs> great. My wife's like, You're you're gonna go talk Titans again, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. yeah that's what, I do. <laughs> that's what I do. Exactly. Well, everyone, this has been all that we've had for you tonight. Uh I hope you enjoyed hearing Lance's top ten moments off of the top of his head, you know, great ways of great different ways of looking at everything. Um, like I said, and Jim, uh, hope you have a great rest of the night. Thank you. Uh, Titans Rossi as well. Great show guys. And, you know, just 
I came up with this idea after the the Bengals loss, and of course it was a couple of weeks after. I was like, Titans fans need something positive to look at. <laughs> you know, let's look back at you know, let's get different people on, find out top ten moments because, like I said, everyone's different. It, different yeah. plays are going to stand out. Different moments, like you mentioned, just Adrian Peterson being in a Titans uniform. You know, it's not necessarily a play or anything that he did, just the fact of we have this Hall of Fame running back yeah. that put on a Titans uniform. He put on the two-tone blue. So yeah. It's a neat story. I'm yeah, ready to go. It, it, exactly. Well, so, and think about this, too. Think about this, too. Think about years past, you know, mm-hmm. with a Hall of Famer like that who's looking for a job, you know, right. go to a Titans team. Not if we're, you know, the 3-13 and 13 or 2-14. and 14. No. No, no, no. We're but but right. guys, guys want to play for us now because of who mm-hmm. we are, who we've become, who's at the wheel. You know, it's, it's exactly a good time to be a Titans fan. So, uh, yeah, man, can't win them all, but uh, we're gonna win a lot of them. That's right, and I'm looking forward to it. Everyone, this has been all that we've had for you tonight. This has been Titans time, and as always, tighten up. <laughs>